0: To another episode of tackless radio it is i be bad your fellow host what y'all doing how y'all been how was your weekend i had a shitty weekend no it wasn't that bad i just been feeling shitty like i've been feeling bloated heavy face has been breaking out body's been breaking out Crohn's flare-ups like i've not <laughs> been having a really good time these last couple of weeks but i'm here trying to get this podcast back on track with Tuesday Drops because I miss y'all and I'm hoping y'all missed me too. So let's go ahead and get into Shit I Saw where I grab something from the social media streets and bring it back here to discuss with you all. So we're going to go ahead and take it over to Twitter. I know I've not been to Twitter and a wide Oh, crazy I came across this tweet and I was like oh I feel this in my soul so it's gonna end up being this shit I saw so we're taking it over to Twitter taking it over to Twitter we have a tweet here from I hate day day is d-a-i and they said white women that treat black women like foreign mythical creatures when they compliment them absolutely terrified me and of course a lot of people were like wait a minute it's a compliment why are y'all tripping like why are y'all finding yet something else to complain about and there was this one particular tweet that I was like okay this is a good follow-up because I think some people may need an explanation on what she was trying to share so this one person was genuinely confused and they were like wait i have a legitimate question if i compliment someone who is black does it come off as condescending i definitely mean them when i say them like i love seeing intricate cornrows and the different styles should i stop i don't want to come off as condescending and and a beautiful black woman followed up and said just say wow you're really pretty calmly and nicely not oh my god you chocolate goddess slay! you're literally not even human like the queen goddess energy that is nefertiti cleopatra all of it queen yes those type of white women Mm. because that shit is terrifying and of course a lot of people were like okay one is just very very excited and then that's when i had to say to myself Hmm. there have been times when i have been out and i've gotten just like a normal compliment like oh that's really pretty or you look really cute today. And i'm like oh, thank you girl you too and there have been times where i have had white women approach me with like tears in their eyes because i am the most beautiful thing they have ever fucking seen and it's weird it it really is weird like i was out one time and i was just like you know what i'm gonna go out and i want to basically look like pam greer boots skirt with the thigh out i put an afro on like tight little black top with the titties popping like i was cute when i was out with this wig on and with this i look it was it was such a look it was such a look but the amount of white people that came up to me and complimented me was alarming because normally i don't get that many compliments from white people because i'm not around white people that often to get the compliments just you know logical thinking so i do recall just like getting some normal like oh i love your hair i love your outfit and i'm like thank you that was totally fine i was totally normal but there was two times that two different set of white women approached me where I had to swap their hands from trying to touch me and they just was like, Oh my God, you're literally the most beautiful thing that I've ever seen. Like I was just telling my girlfriend that I've never seen. And I'm like, at this point it does feel condescending. I don't feel that it's genuine. And now I've, I've, I kind of feel like there's something behind it. I feel like there's a level of jealousy or awestruck that's not genuine or positive. It, It has boiled down to me at times that I can't believe a Black woman who looks like you exists because I, as a white woman, was told that my white skin was the ultimate beauty marker. And I'm intimidated by you, someone who is Black, when I shouldn't have these feelings because I'm superior to you. In your white woman manipulative way, you come over to compliment me but you over fucking do it because you actually don't mean what the fuck you say and I know a lot of people are like okay Scorpio moon is jumping out here girl you are making a lot of assumptions that's fair from my personal experience which personal experiences are real I worked with a white woman like closely because I was a summer camp counselor who I had to also have living quarters next to. So we were in a dorm style, but our dorm room was a little bit more like an apartment. So we had a shared bathroom, but a bigger room. So she would see me in the morning because like we'd be in the bathroom, girl. We getting up, getting ready to go to work. And she would say things like, oh, you're so So fucking skinny. And I'm like, thank you. I'm thinking it's a compliment. Cause why would you just at six o'clock in the morning, just be wild unless you was playing? I'm like, thank you, girl. I do feel skinny. (laughs) And mind you at that time I was, I was like 137. I'm not going to lie. I was like 20, 137. I was teaching dance. My body, I mean, my body looks great now, but I have like grown woman weight. But back then definitely looked like an athlete. (laughs) And she was just like, oh, you're so pretty. You're so skinny. Ugh. But in this, but at the same time, she would be up under my ass. Like she would she would be my friend for this. She wanted to be my partner for that. She wanted to go to the store with me. And she'd be like, oh, oh, one of your girls came back late, but I won't say anything. Da, da, da. Like she would literally be up under my ass just to throw me under the bus the first opportunity she got. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like, that's really weird. Like, why would you be on me and then be trying to be the center of my downfall? And I was like, oh, that's how they play the game. Okay, okay, okay. So now I have to just be very particular about how you're saying things, what you mean when you actually say the things that you say, what the tone is what the intention is because you're not honest and you're not a truthful person and of course i shouldn't apply this to like all white women but i hate to say it that was not the last time that happened (laughs) it'd be different for me to be like yeah that 20 year old chubby white girl who was a theater kid to also give you all just some context she was from the suburbs. So I prob- so not only was I the only black girl there, I was probably her first black girl experience. I'm pretty sure her coming across me made her throw up a little bit in her mouth. Because whatever ghetto, negative, loud mouth, fat, ugly, stinky, whatever negative stereotype you thought about black women, I immediately cracked that shit when you met me. And you couldn't stand it. And I've realized that a lot of white women sometimes harbor a little jealousy for women of color for multiple reasons and don't know how to wrestle with those feelings. But, you know, therapy, it helps everybody and it helps all. Y'all know what time it is. It's time for a song of the week. I came across this song. I don't even remember how. Not going to lie. I don't know anything she's saying. Because I don't know Spanish. All I know is when I saw the video, she was cute. Loved, I love the dancing. I love the setup. I want to find her outfit. I immediately fell in love with her. I immediately fell in love with the song. The moment I heard the song, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck they talking about. But I was popping puss on the wall. I was like, damn, this is a really amazing song. And that's how you know good music transcends. So your song of the week, Kiki by Yendri. Acelera, color campari. Es la mía de Don Te meto duro, tu tap for me. Combato como pani, Y bachateo como mi cranny. Ando con mi compari. Estamos salvajes a los safari Desaparecí, que ya no me ve. Armo un revolú, estilo kung fu. El con con, mhm. Todos quieren chin. Persona es más vu. no hay más rendezvous. Es la jefa que te habla. And it is now time for the tackless take Where I like to give you all a little knowledge nugget Something to mull over, something to chew on Until the next week when we meet again. And I'm going to keep it quick for the most part. But I want to just leave a little message to the black community. To my black sisters, brothers, the aunties, the uncles, the grannies, the granddads. The play mamas, play everybody. I want to leave y'all with a little message. Uh, Specifically though for the older generation. Um, because we all understand that you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And for a lot of you, we're not going to get the apology we deserve. A lot of millennials and a lot of Gen X and Gen Z have been having conversations with their therapists about how to move on from the toxicity that you caused and created without our dues, without the apology that we also deserve. We've, we've sat down and had that conversation with ourselves and with our therapists. But what I want you all to understand about your stagnation and not improving and not healing and not apologizing and not getting your emotional and mental shit together is that as the younger generation tries to break generational curses, as we try to get on the right track, we can't even get to where our peers are. And when I say peers, I'm talking about other people of color. Asians and Latinos, we can't even get to where they are because we are so far behind because we've not been able to move through the trauma. And this is what I mean by that. Me and my mother were having a great conversation. And of course, we were talking about generational wealth and building wealth within a family. And I started thinking about all the things I would need to do to have that happen. It's amazing to start thinking about how your family unit can leave something to the younger generation and create something out of nothing, basically. And I feel like the only reason my mom and I can start to talk about generational wealth for our family is because we've moved past some of the other shit that was standing in the way. And a lot of us want to build generational wealth. A lot of us want to be able to leave something to our family members. A lot of us want to help our family members. A lot of us now are in a financial position to do so. And we won't because you motherfuckers rather be raggedy. At the end of the day, it is difficult to build with individuals who traumatized you over and over and over who gaslit you over and over and over, who told you to endure pain and trauma and never gave a fuck about you and never gave you an apology. And the excuse that they give at the end of that is, well, I did the best I could. You don't want to build with people like that. Because if those were regular ass niggas on the street, you wouldn't want to start a business with them. You don't trust them. They don't do good business. And that's the unfortunate thing is that so many of us are now in positions where we want to do for the family, want to build the family up where other people are building the family up financially. We just we haven't gotten to the financial spot yet of building our family. We still trying to just get through the emotional shit. We just trying to get through the trauma. We just trying to get through the mental shit. We can't even get to the financial shit because we over here stuck in our own ways. And honestly, baby, I need y'all to get, I need y'all to get out that fucking church and into somebody's therapy office. I'm sick and tired of seeing my community look at white Jesus as a savior, knowing that nigga ain't never coming down here for us. Cause he's not for us. That nigga not even real. He was based off of the Pope's son. And you all give your money and praise him every fucking weak. instead of figuring out how to make yourself better oh you want to lay all your sins on the altar great you're still a trash ass person when you go home you didn't leave enough of them sins at church when you left y'all need to wake up and understand that as we move forward as the younger generation and the black community moves forward if you are not with the program If you are not trying to heal, if you are not trying to get through your fucking trauma, if you're not going to apologize, if you're not going to work with people, if you're not going to effectively communicate, I don't give a fuck that you're my uncle. You can stay over there and you will not get anything of what we're building because some of you all have such an entitlement that you think that you don't have to contribute anything to the relationship that you have with your family members and with your children and they're supposed to just do I'll be the first one to tell you, baby, that is not how it's about to rock with the millennials and the Gen Z's. So it's your choice, grandma. So it's your choice. You can get your shit together. Or when you die, we gonna let the morgue figure out what to do with you.